Hey guys, it's Rob and Sean, like usual. Yeah. Um, this, we're going through a little bit of a, like you're going back in time, basically. Time travel. This was an older episode of this show when it was called Something Different. That, that's pretty much all you need to know, I guess. Easy enough. Um, it was reviewed in a past life. Deal with it. You want to listen to those? Go back and listen to them. I don't know. I don't know. Do whatever you want. It's up to you. Yeah, but now we're, Uploading these in the order that they aired? Yeah. Incorrect air date. Yes, yes, which is chronologically correct, so that's why you have this one. That's all you need to know. Just just listen to it. You don't care. Bye. Thanks, guys. See ya. Everyone and welcome to another episode of Gersberms, your weekly Goosebumps review podcast. As always, I'm Rob and I'm Sean. And you all right, man? What happened? Yeah, I just moved the iPad. Oh, <laughs> I thought you like fell down the stairs or something. Okay, I you had some like new remote service. Yeah. To, uh, to Skype. Uh, yeah, and like we said, we're on Skype yeah. because for some reason we hung out last night and we were completely planning on getting together today to record. But for some reason, we feel like dog shit. So I think somebody roofied us. Yeah, probably. They roofied our cranberries at the casino. Yeah, I don't know what it is because it's not. Don't feel sick. We were just talking about it before, but we don't feel sick, like nauseous or anything. Like I just don't feel good. Like no. I don't know. It's like I feel like dog shit. But we watched an episode that's gonna kind of bring up our spirits a little bit. Yeah. And I also drank a bunch of Sizzurp. And some sinus pills, so maybe that'll help me too. But the tale of the full moon. I like this one. I don't, I don't know. We talked about it because we were like on the fence. Like I think that one's cool. And then immediately when I started watching this, I was like, Oh yeah, I fucking remember this one. Yeah. Yes. Tonight's a special night for the Midnight Society. So it's, it's Frank's one year anniversary. <laughs> it is, and that means one thing. That is Frank's turn to tell a story. Yeah. <laughs> Thing. Like, so you know what that means. Like, oh, what's it mean? Is there something, like, weird that's going to happen? Like, no, you're going to do that thing that you do sometimes. You're going to do oh. that thing you were going to do anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Frank's stories are always really cool, though, so I'm stoked. I was kind of surprised. Like, you'd think, obviously, it's not actually the one-year anniversary, but you'd think, like, if they were going to do that, they'd have them tell, like, a Dr. Vink story. You'd think, but... I'm cool with this, whatever. But, I mean, the thing was, he was on the spot, you know, because they were like, you got a story? And he was like, hell yeah, I got a story. (laughs) And he starts talking about, like, how weird stuff happens when there's a and how boners rise or whatever. Like, everything he was saying was so, like, cryptic, and it just didn't make sense. It was like a Chris Jericho promo. Pretty much, yeah. Because everything he was saying was like, yeah, in in the full moon, you see stuff that's not really there. Like, okay, huh? Like, what are you talking about? Like, this never happened. And everything's a little different. Not really. Everything's the same. I've never noticed a difference. I love when episodes start off like this. Yeah. And it's like, this is Bill and Mike or whatever, because it's so easy to keep notes on the episode. Yeah, but, uh, but that's pretty much how every episode of this starts. Yeah, that's what's so good, because we don't have to go searching through IMDb for names and shit. No. Because, like, a lot of Goosebumps episodes, it'll just, the episode will just be going, and then three-fourths of the way, they'll, like, actually say their name. Yeah, it's like, oh, that, that guy's name is, like, Tad. Yeah. Cool. Are You Afraid of the Dark was always really good about that. 
So this episode stars Jed and Huey. Yeah. Uh, yep, you heard that right. Jed and Huey. Yeah. They're pet detectives. Uh, they basically just find missing animals, and their newest job was they were hired by Mrs. Neville to find her cat, Misty, for 20 bones. Seems kind of steep. It is steep, and we find out that's steep because they normally charge five bucks for a missing cat, but Jed, sorry, for some reason this apple, kiwi, strawberry juice not sitting well in my system. I keep burping. Um, but they usually charge five. But Jed wants a dog from the pound, so they decide to overcharge Mrs. Neville. He says they only charge $20. That, that That's cheap as fuck. Well, they normally only charge 5 Like, 5 is way too cheap. No, but he says the the pet store only char- they charge $20 yes. for a dog. Like, <laughs> for a stray dog. No, they don't. <laughs> this one does, dude. I mean, you gotta think, man. This is '93. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess the inflation hasn't really got up there yet. Yeah. And he's talking about all the stuff he wants to do, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, I just really want a friend." Like, basically, and he's <laughs> like, "He's like, I'm tired of playing catch with you." Like, and uh, Huey makes a joke about how he's getting splinters in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Real funny. <laughs> They're getting together all their supplies. Yeah. <laughs> and their supplies to catch Misty include a net and a squeezy rubber che- rubber hamburger. Yeah. Squeezy rubber cheeseburger. Because <laughs> every cat loves that. Yeah. And uh, for some reason, Jed's also trying to find that whistle that only dogs can hear, because they'll definitely need that yeah, when they're, they're trying to find gonna, the cat. They're going to catch the cat with a dog whistle. And Jed sits down, and then he finds it in his butt. Yeah. <laughs> and immediately after, he pulls it out of his butt and proceeds to blow on yeah, it. Yeah, he puts it in his mouth. The search for Misty is on. They're walking around the neighborhood, and Huey looks so fucking creepy. Like, he looks like a deviant just walking through people's, like, yards. Yeah, with a net. And we see something above a fence, which is obviously a hairpiece of some kind, but he feels like it's a cat. Yeah has the ability to be on the other side of the fence and just be floating, because that's what cats are able to do. And Huey, I don't know how he does this, but he's got some fucking hops. He leaps over the fence. Yeah, this fence is like six feet, at least. And what a surprise, it's a chick's wig. She's super mad. We know this because she's stomping her feet. But what I don't get here is her wig just looks like her normal hair that's underneath. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's cool. Yeah, that's really what I don't understand, though, because it looked the exact same. The search continues, and we see that Jed stumbled across Misty's collar and name tag. Yeah. So she must be close by. That's what he's assuming. Mm-hmm. He determines that she has to be inside the house across the street from his house because the collar was, like, in the street, like, kind of in the middle of both of their houses. Yeah. And it's not at his house, so it's got to be there. Um, this house looks condemned, though. To be honest, yeah. At the front door, you see like the gate latch just has a lock that's been cut. Yep. So there's squatters in here, possibly a spider situation. So that's all and, for. Well, what's the the scary thing is though he can't go in with Huey because Huey has to go to lunch or, or go to dinner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. He's like, I gotta go. My mom made dinner. Mom made dinner. We, we gotta go eat her helper. Yeah, we, we hear it over the walkie-talkie. Um, so Jed knocks on the door a couple times. No, no answer. So he walks around to the back. While he's walking off the porch, we see a collar in the trash. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. 
uh, he's in the backyard, and there's like no, like there's a little bit of a, a setup, like, oh yeah, he has a collar in the trash. Because in the back, there's like 40 collars. Yeah, there's just a pile of collars on the ground. So the one collar, I feel like, wasn't really enough, because literally a second later, you see 40 collars. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, Jed noticed the neighbor walking around the house. This dude is super ugly. <laughs> he looks real stupid. We see him pull out a tub of random meat. <laughs> and yeah, just a big tub it. of raw meat. He hits it with some Tabasco. He cracks an egg in it. <laughs> like, so this must be some secret uh, recipe he has. Yeah, I think he's making a meatloaf, but there's no there's no breadcrumbs yet. No breadcrumbs. He's missing that that important aspect of it. He dumped a bunch of soy sauce in it too. Yeah, I, I don't know. Apparently, he needs more salt or something in his diet. Yeah. Jed decides to do what every nine-year-old does in these kind of shows, and that's break into this dude's house. Of course. Uh, he opens the fridge, bunch of meat. That's it. That's a lot all of meat. It. Just a lot of meat. Like a lot of, like, vague meat, too. Like, you, you don't know what it They're is. They're just unmarked tubs of meat. Uh-oh. The unthinkable happens. His walkie-talkie goes off, and it's Huey talking about dinner. It's like, dude, that's already been established, man. Yeah. You already told me that. It's like, I, I know. The meat freak hears it. He runs downstairs, and Jed's already on his way out. But then his shirt gets snagged on a nail. Yeah. The tension is building, but he just gets out. And that never comes into play either. Like, oh, like I, you ripped your shirt. Like, yeah. It was just to build tension, man. Mm-hmm. That night he's telling his mom about the neighbor. She doesn't believe him. She's like, you know what? Um, you've got like dog on the brain or whatever. But what's weird about his mom is she's like a rockabilly chick or something. Like I don't understand. I mean, they've got a pretty cool leopard print couch. Yeah, and she thinks she's in the sixties. I don't. Uh, it's really random for this for this character. Like, why? What's yeah, the point? I, I didn't understand it. it. It's kind of cool because it's different, but it's like why? Yeah. But um, Jed decides he needs proof, so he starts filming the neighbor in his window. And two seconds after he hit record, neighbor starts transforming into a werewolf. Yeah. This like, that's a pretty quick transformation. This is pretty sweet, because the werewolf looks cool. The werewolf looks really cool. He screams and tells his mom she doesn't believe him. Try to show her the footage. It's not there. So what's he going to do? Mom still thinks he's lying. The next day, Jed and Huey are reading Shapeshifters in History, <laughs> which this is a pretty cool book. Yeah. And then we find out all about the weaknesses of werewolves, that they're allergic to red roses and silver bullets, and their favorite thing to eat is small children. Of course. Not a big person. They like small meals. You know, they're they're in a cutting phase. It's like veal. Yeah, basically. That night, Jed's mom is dancing, and there's only one reason why she would dance. It's date night. The guy she met at the bowling alley is coming over, so that's usually a really good sign. Oh, yeah. Doorbell, Jed opens the door, it's the fucking werewolf neighbor, and it, this, like, this scene was kind of cool, like, I like the way they opened the door, because it kind of reminded me of, like, the cover of Night of the Creeps. Oh, yeah. Which is pretty sweet. At dinner, Jed basically just, like, like, you'd think there'd be a lot of, like, stuff of, like, oh, maybe the guy would talk about how you could per- perceive that he was, like, a werewolf or something. No, nope. Jed's just like, hey, you like to eat cats? Yeah, that's all just skipped. And, and exactly, he says, oh, you eat cats. And, and then he just stabs them yeah, in the hand with a silver window. fork. Mm-hmm. Like, Pure silver. Yeah, and then he goes and, like, opens the opens the uh, curtains, and it's a full moon. 
and then nothing happens. Yep. So Jed's excused from the table. His mom's so embarrassed. Yes. And the dude's like, no, it's okay. No, it's cool. Like, not many kids stab you and say you eat cats, but okay. <laughs> um, Jed's excused from the table, like we mentioned, and uh, Jed's mom comes upstairs and tells him that they're going out for coffee, um, which means that they're probably going to get a hotel and yeah, fuck. They're going to go get an hour, hourly hotel. Yeah, because she can make coffee there, right? Yeah. Like, come on, man. You know what she's doing. And the, the, I think uh, this is pre-Starbucks. Oh, yeah, this is definitely – well, there was probably a Starbucks, but, like, I don't think they live in Seattle because he mentioned no, that he, he's from he used Seattle. to live in Seattle. So, I mean, maybe he was – maybe that was the whole thing. Maybe he was telling her about Starbucks. Were like, there's there, this really – Were there Tim awesome Hortons back then? I don't know if they branched over here yet. Well, they're because they're in Canada. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah, they might have. I mean, if anywhere's going to have a Tim Hortons, it's going to be there. It's going to be there. I don't know. That guy still might have been playing hockey. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe that guy wasn't dead yet. <laughs> maybe he probably didn't drive off a cliff yet. <laughs> uh, uh, so Jed immediately calls Huey, and Huey's just taking a bath. <laughs> yeah, he's taking a bubble bath. He's got, like, a like a shower cap on for some reason. <laughs> he's wearing goggles. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I didn't. I didn't. It was weird. Uh, he's super into it. Uh, Jed explains that, oh, yeah, he's not a werewolf, but something's still not right about him. Yeah. Um and then, then, uh, Huey's not even lying about what he's doing. He's like, dude, I just got in the bubble bath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then Jed's like, dude, you got to towel off, man. Get over here. Yeah, towel so off. You got to go investigate to the my neighbor. neighbor. Back to the neighbors we go. And, uh, Jed just pulls out a giant crowbar. Yeah. And break into this dude's house legitimately. Like the first time they just kind of, he opened the door because it was unlocked. This one, he broke into the house. Yeah. He committed a misdemeanor. All right, this is just a felony, isn't it, at this point? Uh, I think so, dude. He broke into his house with a crowbar. He'd be at Eve. He'd yeah. be at this dude's house. Jed opens the fridge to show Huey his, like, meats, his meat pile, gone. And uh dude must have ate all the meat. You know what I mean? He like, ate a lot of meat. He ate a ton of meat. Um, they hear a noise coming from the other room. They open up this door. It's just an ironing board. Yeah. That's a close call. Um Huey finds a picture, and he's like, is this guy kind of tall? Kind of tall and kind of bald. And kind of ugly. <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, I guess so. And he's like, he has a twin brother. And then at that moment, there's a werewolf behind him. <laughs> and Jed snaps his picture, so he's temporarily blinded. Yeah. So this is their chance to get out. This werewolf of- looks really cool. He does. But instead of running out the back door, they just run deeper into the house. Of course, they go upstairs. Okay. And uh they're able to barricade themselves in another room, and we find out this is his bedroom. Yeah. Because there's a big bone and a ripped-up mattress. Yeah, there's a big bone uh, and a ripped-up mattress. Like, there's chains on the wall. No sheets. No. Even though he's a werewolf, he should still have sheets. That's gross. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, with werewolves, like, we find out something, you know, later. But at this point, I figured, like, he's not always a werewolf, is he? Like... Uh, no, because you saw him transform. I think he's only a werewolf when it's a full moon. But, like, what's weird is, like, do, I mean, you're not always a werewolf. Why don't you just sleep on a normal bed, man? Like, I, I think that, I think he, they, they might have a three-bedroom, because that, that might be his werewolf. That's his werewolf room? That's his werewolf time room. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, time out. And, yeah, like we mentioned, this fucking werewolf looks really cool. Uh, he breaks through the door and starts approaching Jed and Huey. Luckily, Jed has his dog whistle. And then we get hit with the one-liner, 
bad dog. And he starts blowing in the whistle. Yeah. He blow. I wish we had the soundboard because he blows the whistle. We could just play the fucking two short song. Um, the werewolf cowls in the corner. Creepy neighbor appears, and he's like, "Oh, this is my brother Gordon." <laughs> what's weird is we find out the werewolf's name is Gordon. I don't think we found out the other dude's name. No, you know, because I double checked after I watched the episode, and you don't find out his name. He's just called like the, you know, he, I think he's called like the boyfriend or the neighbor or something. Yeah, um, his brother, you know, is a werewolf or whatever, and he's like, yeah, he's like everybody's family's different. This is one example. <laughs> like, hey, well, he talks about how like lycanthropy is a horrible disease, and people just told him to put him out of his misery. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, I can't. He's all I got. <laughs> like, and what's cool about this part, though, is it seems like, you know what? You can't ask for your family, but you got to love them anyways. Yeah. Like, that's like the message of this one. So our whole time, we've already talked about he was really progressive, you know? Yeah. So this is like right around like early 90s, late 80s, early 90s was like, you know, like a lot of people were figuring out, like, you know, you got a gay brother, man. It's all good, though. You know, yeah. you got to support your gay brother. You know, don't let people talk down to him. Yeah, now, now, now that I see it, this whole mess, this whole episode is just kind of a metaphor for gay brothers. Yeah, it's a gay brothers episode. That's yeah. cool, man. I'm into that. I wish I had a gay brother. <laughs> Who knows? The brother that died might have been gay. <laughs> so, so I would have supported him 100%. Yeah. Jed's mom knows too. Yeah, but, and, like, why didn't she just like, yeah, yeah, he had, he has she's a okay werewolf. With it. Um, and then we hear Frank coming in not long after Jed's mom married a neighbor. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I don't know. She never mentioned that. Like, okay. Yeah. I don't know. But apparently they got married within like two weeks because Jed doesn't look any older. No. Not long after, um, like we said, they got married. They were happy. And Jed, he finally got his dog. Yeah. And we know that because Jed fucking Dan Marino vortexed this like fucking stick. And he didn't even catch it in his mouth. He just caught it with his yeah. hands. His fucking hairy, his hairy hands. His hairy, his hairy hands. It's pretty cool. Um, and that's the end. Yeah. Well, then. That's it. Yeah. Like you were mentioning, it's the there's an anniversary surprise, and um, what we find out is they're gonna murder Frank. <laughs> they're yeah, gonna they're murder. gonna they're gonna roast him. But then they, that's just, a, they just pull out some hot dogs. Yeah, that's a sight. They're just gonna cook wieners over to fire. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. So, how many spookies are you gonna give this one, buddy? I'll give it like two hundred. Two hundred? Yeah, I'm thinking the same. We'll we'll go we'll go the same on that. Two hundred. It's just a good episode. It's legitimately good. Yeah. What were some of your favorite parts about it? It was the werewolf man and the all the meat. I like the meat. Yeah, dude, I'm super into meat. And what's cool is because because I think his brother eats horse meat. Yeah. And I'm I'm into that. Because for some reason, out of all the meats, I just think horse meat oh. is the is the funniest. Horse meat's definitely the funniest. Horse meat is so funny, dude. He definitely some, eats cat meat. Oh yeah, he certainly eats cat meat. He ain't misty. Yeah. But yeah, I remember uh, back to the episode though. One of the first things that he said about his brother, he was like, "He's gotta stop eating people's pets." Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. All right, we'll feed my brother T-bone. Own steak because that's what he ate like in the next scene. Yeah. Which is like, why didn't you think of that anyways? Yeah, like instead of catching people's pets, why don't you just get him some fucking steaks? Yeah, or just like, dude, I bought a three pound, um, 
container of Jenny O ground turkey. Like, that shit, I, I'll eat that for a little while, man. I know he's a werewolf, but yeah. he's got to stay lean. You know, have him eat that. Yeah. And he doesn't even have to fuck with the extra lean. He can just get the lean. Yeah. That was only nine bucks. So, I mean, I know it's expensive, <laughs> but it adds up. But still, it's three pounds of, of lean ground turkey for nine bucks. You can't beat that. It's a good deal. Your arteries will thank you, too, you know? Yeah. You starting to feel a little bit better? I feel like my sinuses are starting to clear up a little bit. I don't know. I just feel kind of shitty. I was watching the WWE Network before uh, we called. Yeah? Yeah. They were showing a WWE main event live. Oh, cool. <laughs> but it actually had a pretty decent lineup, though. I did it. I think they did it to kind of entice people to watch it live. Yeah. So that way they can make sure their streaming wouldn't fuck up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, and, should, they should probably do that before WrestleMania. Yeah, I think they're planning on doing it a couple more times because this one had like Daniel Bryan. It had like New Age Outlaws tag title match and all this different stuff. Oh, okay. And it didn't mess up at all. So part, part of me is kind of thinking it, it might have messed up at <laughs> at NXT just because there's a bunch of fucking college kids in charge of everything there. Yeah. So I'm sure they fucked something up. Probably. But yeah, everything was fine. Like it was on in the background most of the time, but nothing fucked up or anything. So. That's I have hope for WrestleMania. I have hope for that show that I really don't want to see, that it doesn't fuck up. Yeah. I don't know, I'm just excited just to eat a bunch of pizza and stuff. A bunch of pizza. And probably Mexican food. Yeah, we'll just get a bunch of different stuff. I don't care. Yeah. Just have, like, a table full of, like, ridiculous food. I'm fine with that. Yeah. One of these times, I want to get, like, pizza from, like, three different places. <laughs> just have, like... Just an array of pizza or cheese bread. I don't know, man. Why would you even want to get pizza from a different place? Yeah, I mean, when you have Roma's that close. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Uh, I can't wait. You know what we should do? We should have, like, a a pre-WrestleMania party just as an excuse to get Roma's because I want Roma's right now, too. Yeah. Maybe we can do that and watch, like, WrestleMania 13. And kind of get a lay of the land. That'd be sweet. Yeah. I'm down to watch WrestleMania 13. Me too. Always. Yes. Always and forever. Dude, he didn't tap, man. (laughs) He didn't fucking tap. You been watching anything on the network? I know you mentioned you were watching Brutus the Barber Beefcake almost murder a bunch of children. Yeah, he almost murdered a bunch of kids and, like, talked about how his face got caved in in a parasailing accident and how his (laughs) wife divorced him and his parents died. (laughs) But he's back for the WWE Universe. Yeah. Uh, although back then it wasn't WWE Universe. It was, I'm back for these people. Like, because yeah. it, it took him like 15 years to call them something. Yeah. Did you ever create a WWE Universe page? Do you remember when that was a thing? <laughs> I, I do remember that. I kind of wish it was still around. That'd be funny. Yeah, it was around for like two weeks. It was their own like Facebook. So stupid. Yeah. Then they realize, like, oh, we can just make pages on Facebook. That's way easier. (laughs) I have a feeling, like, Vince, I I feel like he thought he, like, came up with that. And then he was like, yeah, we'll have, you'll have a friend's page. And and it's like, then you know, a week or two into it, it was like, Vince, yeah, man, you just made a Facebook. Like, fuck, dude. Yeah. I'll just do that. You can poke people on here, too. That's probably what he was talking about. He was so stoked. Yeah. I love poking people. I poke people all the time on there. Yeah. 
I like poking dudes because I, I know they're not expecting to get poked by a guy. I always think it's super funny. Like, who's this? Sometimes I don't even know the people I don't even know. Like, who's this dude that just, like, poked me? dude poking me? What's up, man? I, I thought you looked cool. You had a cool hat, so I wanted to say hi. Yeah. I wish you could say something when you send a friend request, because that's what I would do. I would just add a bunch of people with hats and be like, dude, you got a cool hat. <laughs> <laughs> and then just add them. Like, oh, thanks, man. I'm yeah, glad you really dude. like my. You got a cool hat. You want to be friends? Yeah. You want to talk about stuff sometimes? But yeah, I mean, this was this was a good episode. I liked it. Yeah. And um, I'm still, you know, a little bummed out about my, my sinuses and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Part of me, as dumb as it sounds, part of me thinks it might just be. Like, I feel like any time I go to the casino, just being around smoke and shit just, like, fucks me up. I think just because I'm so used to not having to deal with that ever. Yeah, I didn't even think of that because people fucking stupid fuckheads still smoke at the casino. Yeah, like, I it's I don't, I doubt that's why, but, like, I did start to feel like shit just there, just being around all that smoke and stuff. Like, yeah. I'm like a fucking little kid now. Like, I can't be around that shit. And then it was super hot inside, too. Well, that's because we were at the Flaming Penny Slots or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> There's these machines that was at. We went to Greektown at MGM. There are two casinos in Detroit. And, um, you know, barren wasteland Detroit. And one of the machines, well, we were in like a triangle of machines. And they were just pumping down heat. And it was like all the ones that had flame or fire in the name. It was so hot. Yeah. Like our eyeballs were hot. So I think it was something they were doing. Yeah. You know, instinctively. Gotta feel the heat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta feel the heat of the slots. Yeah. Of the penny slots. Yeah. Which I, I fucking hate penny slots. Yeah. But none of us won. Like, nobody. No. We were with a little bit in craps, cause we were just hitting random buttons. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. We didn't stick around doing that, cause who the fuck knows what's going on. So we broke even in craps. Yep. But yeah, I don't know. It was okay, but it's definitely one of those things. Like, yeah, let's do that every like once like, a year. Yeah, it's like White Castle. You can't do it all the time. Yeah, uh, the barbecue we got was good. Yeah, Red Smoke was good. Yeah, we got to watch wrestling there too, which that's cool. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, I'm pretty stoked on that uh, barbecue, and I'm stoked to watch my WWE Network. It's probably what I'm gonna do now, like when we get off the phone. Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, I probably watch a little bit of network though, because I ended up taking a shower a little bit ago. And that made me feel a little bit better too. Yeah. House of Cards season two's back, dude. Still need to watch season one. <laughs> two. Yeah, me too. I just saw an ad for it on my PlayStation when I turned it on. But yeah, so. As always, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at the real Fred Durst. I'm at Shitman Brett Fart. At Grisburns Pod. GrisburnsPodcast.com. YouTube.com slash Grisburns Podcast. Uh, rate, subscribe, review on iTunes. Listen to us on Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, if that's still around, all that other shit. <laughs> so I think they canceled the Zoom Marketplace like a long time ago. So Yeah. We're, still, I don't we're still on BlackBerry, though. We are still on BlackBerry. Um, so check us out however you have to. Tell a friend. Let them know we're doing doing out here um yeah we our project that we're doing we're definitely 
advancing in that. Problem is some of the stuff is back ordered to make this thing, so it's gonna be a little bit longer. Yeah. But as soon as we get that and a couple other things finalized, it we still should be hitting our late March goal, so Yeah. Hopefully. As long as our shit comes by then. Yeah, you know, or maybe we could try to put it out on April first, because that ain't no joke. Yeah. I and then we could say, you know, you get it? Yeah. Because that's the, April 1st, that's the day where everything's a joke. Yeah. I'm fucking funny, dude. I know. That's why this show's had 97 episodes. Because <laughs> of me alone. I'm branching out, dude. At 99, can we just stop doing the podcast? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll get so close to 100, it's like, now nah, we decided we don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. We're done. I'll I'll turn a heel. We'll just split and we'll go to two different podcasts. Damn. But talk about the same thing. Okay. But no, none of us. Gets we'll just the start a new one. Yeah, we could just start a new one. The Goosebump Show. <laughs> like that doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> yeah. We'll do that. We'll talk about it off the air. You know. Yeah. So next week it might be the Goosebump Show showing up in your podcast instead. Uh. I'm going to watch the WWE Network, so you guys have a good one. Yep. Later. Gordon? My brother. Yeah, well, I got news for you, buddy. Your brother's got a problem. Yeah, I know. Lycanthropy is a terrible disease. Everybody tells me I should just put him out of his misery. But he's family. That's all I got. Yeah, well, my mom's all I've got, and when she finds out about this, she's going to... Janet? I already know. Oh. You're not scared? I was at first, but I'm trying to understand, honey. I hope you will, too. Does it really eat kids? Rumors. People can be so cruel. There's lots of different kinds of families, Jen. This is just one of them. She's got to stop eating pets. See you later. I love you,